Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On Today. The latest from the scene of Tiger Woods' car crash. Is anyone really prepared for golf without Tiger? Plus, if you think you have an all-star snub, who are you taking off? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The news alert was enough to make any fan's heart sink. Tiger Woods in another serious car crash. This one, a rollover accident in L.A. County that sent Woods to the hospital. In a statement, Tiger confirmed multiple breaks in his right leg, one a compound fracture along with a shattered ankle. Doctors put a metal rod in his leg to stabilize it. According to L.A. County sheriffs, he was alert at the scene and they did not have reason to believe he was impaired at the time of the crash. Uh, when I arrived on the scene, uh, Mr. Woods was uh, seated in the driver's seat. Um, I made contact with him and I ensured that he was able to speak to me. Um, at that time, he seemed that as, as though he was still calm and lucid. Um, I made the determination that it would be safer to wait for LA County Fire to help remove him instead of trying to remove him myself. Um, I, I kept Mr. Woods calm until uh, LA County Fire arrived on scene. What did you do to keep him calm, Deputy? Uh, I spoke to him. You know, I asked. Conversation. Can you share it with us, please? I asked him what his name was. Um, he told me his name was Tiger, and at that moment, I immediately recognized him. Um, I asked him if he knew where he was, um, what time of day, just to make sure he was oriented. Um, he seemed as though he was lucid and uh, and calm. Was he concerned about his injuries? He didn't seem concerned of his injuries at the time, um, which is not uncommon in traffic collisions. Many times people tend to be in shock. Um, it's a traumatic experience. So it's not uncommon for people to be focused on unimportant things, or even if they are in pain, they might not feel it until much later. While the sports world awaited any news involving the severity of the crash and Tiger's health, the golf world reacted. Here's what his close friend Justin Thomas had to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm sick to my stomach. Uh... You know, it hurts to see one of your, I mean, now my closest friends, um, you know, get in an accident. And, man, I just hope he's all right. Um, Just uh, just worry for his kids, you know. Coming up, is anyone really prepared for golf without Tiger? Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Just because the NFL is over doesn't mean there still aren't plenty of ways for you to make some money betting on your sports knowledge. And there's one place that has you covered, one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. And right now, when you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. That means they will give you money just for putting money in your account. It couldn't be easier. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. There's NBA to bet on, college basketball, Baseball is going to be here before you know it. Hockey, golf is a blast to gamble on. And when you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The NBA All-Star Reserves were announced, and while we'll talk about the snubs a little later, our Locked On Podcast Network celebrated the players who did make it. Matt Peck here from Locked On Bulls. Our boy, Zach Levine, has been named 
and Eastern Conference All-Star Reserve. That's right. Put some respect on this man's name. In his seventh NBA season, Zach Levine earns his first All-Star nod, and I mean earns. Averaging over 28 points a game, five and a half rebounds, five assists, and he's doing it with some insane efficiency this season. When you talk about comparing him to lists that only include names like Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Larry Bird, when combining his stat line and his shooting efficiency, that's some pretty rare air. It's a pretty darn respectable company. John Corrales here from Locked On Celtics, and the Celtics get two All-Stars, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, the sixth and seventh leading scorers in the NBA heading into Tuesday night's action. Not a surprise, Jalen Brown especially has been having a really good season. I think the Celtics, even through their struggles, they, they deserve to have both of these guys. I know it's been tough in the East, but Tatum, his second All-Star selection, Jalen Brown, his first. Last year, when Brown was snubbed for the All-Star uh, selection, he really took off. So it's going to be interesting to see how he responds to getting named to this All-Star team. Tatum took off after he was named to the All-Star team. So it's another level that he can reach. But congratulations to those guys. Alex Wolf from Locked On Knicks here. Julius Randle is an All-Star. We all campaigned for it. We wanted it to happen. And guess what? It happened. He is an All-Star. And you know what? Last year, Julius Randle came to New York and he said that he wanted to be an all-star. And with the way that he played last year, we all laughed at him and said, you know, this is this is never gonna happen. You are not an all-star. He has come out this year. He's the one laughing now. Hey everyone, Jake Madison of Locked On Pelicans here. Zion Williamson is in the all-star game as he should be. And as I've been saying on Locked On Pels, the numbers speak for themselves. 25.1 points per game this season, 6.8 rebounds, and shooting nearly 62% from the field. The only other players to do this over the course of a season, Wilt, Kareem, and Mikhail. Pretty elite company to be in. He's been absolutely dominant at the basket, averaging 18.8 points in the paint per game this season, over two points more than Giannis, who's number two on this list. And now you're seeing him become the focal point of the offense. This is Philip Rossman-Reich, the host of Locked On Magic, here to break the big news. Nikola Vucevic is an NBA All-Star for the second time in three years. He's going to be the most controversial pick, obviously, of the Eastern Conference. There's already arguments going on, but this man deserves to be an All-Star. 24 points per game, nearly 11 rebounds per game, shooting 40% from beyond the arc, and carrying this Magic team that has been so depleted by injury, losing more games to injury than any team in the league by far. On the court last night, it was Luka Doncic who sealed a 110-107 win for the Dallas Mavericks over the Boston Celtics, sinking a three-pointer with just one-tenth left on the clock. It was his second go-ahead three in the final minute of the game. Doncic finished with 31 for the game for Dallas. Number 17, Kansas, was at number 14, Texas, last night, and this game went into OT, and in the end, Texas pulled out a 75-72 win. Here is another story you need to know. Joining us now, longtime Sports Illustrated and Golf.com scribe Alan Shipnuck. And Alan, when I first read the news, I felt dread. My producer, Allie, texted me that she wasn't ready for a golf world without Tiger Woods playing in it. What was your reaction to the news? Well, honestly, it was just deja vu going back to Thanksgiving 2009, Memorial Day 2017. It's like lightning has now struck Tiger three times with these 
these incidents involving automobiles. And of course, we're still gathering facts and we'll see, we'll, you know, whether Tiger will get a toxicology report on this accident or not, you know, that remains to be seen. But clearly something went wrong. I mean, it could have been as prosaic as he dropped his phone or he, he spilled his coffee and at the wrong time and it was just mm-hmm. it was just really bad luck. Um, you know, you kind of hope that's the case. But what added a little more friction to this uh, whole situation was you know, Tiger did a TV hit with Jim Nance on Sunday from Riviera. Um, he wasn't playing in the tournament, of course, but he's kind of the, the host and he didn't look great. You know, his eyes were glassy and he was very monotone and even on Sunday on golf Twitter, there's a lot of speculation. Is Tiger okay? You know, uh, how is he physically? Where where is he emotionally? That that just kind of was the preamble. And then when the, this this accident happened, it just kind of sent a shudder through the entire sports world. And um, you know, of course, we're just just past the one year anniversary of Kobe Bryant. I think that added a whole other layer of heaviness to this. Yeah. You know, in L.A. and all of it. So. It was it was a tough day. I mean, I really, I really felt it just emotionally, the weight of it. And um, as you said, it's impossible to imagine uh, a world, a golf world without Tiger. And um, of course, your thoughts go immediately to his kids. And you know, there was so much excitement with Tiger and Charlie playing in the father and son event um, yeah. in around Thanksgiving. And uh, so, what this means for his golf career is completely secondary to is he healthy have any old demons reemerge? Is he going to be able to walk and just have fun with his kids? Answer. If the answer is yes to all those, then everything's going to be okay. And whatever happens golf wise is, is just a bonus, but there's definitely a lot of concern, a lot of worry and a lot of heavy hearts. Yeah. No, no question about that. Back in 2015, um, you wrote that Tiger was at that point just a ceremonial golfer. And I don't bring that up to pull receipts or anything like that. Luckily for all of us who love the game, Woods came back stronger than we could have predicted and and probably won a major. But I have to be honest, uh, as a Tiger fan, that's what I'm rooting for, that he becomes the ceremonial golfer, the guy who just, he hits the the opening tee shot at Augusta, plays the par three, and then, you know, plays the, the father figure to his son. I'm not going to ask you to predict his playing future, but if you're Woods, why come back? What is there left to prove for him? When Tiger had all the injuries in, in 2013, 14, 15, and he really the game was taken away from him, I think he, he took stock and realized that he was not the beloved elder statesman that he wanted to be. You know, he had not really tried very hard with his colleagues. He hadn't connected with fans or reporters. And, you know, Phil Mickelson had a lot more love in the golf world than Tiger did. And he wanted to be a, a Jack or an Arnie, and he wanted to play that role. And that's kind of the story of, of his of his comeback in the last five, six years. It wasn't just winning the Masters and winning the Tour Championship. It was the way he worked so much harder to to connect with, with, with his colleagues and to be involved in their lives and to be the captain of the President's Cup team and all of that. Um, that was Tiger work kind of building a bridge to the next part of his golfing life where he could transition into really being a ceremonial golfer. And... Uh, so at least that that groundwork has been laid. You know, he's he's not the 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 golfing terminator he was, who just existed in this this cone of silence. And uh, so he's a little more well positioned with his foundation, with the tournaments he hosts, with um, everything he's doing with Charlie uh, to get his career off the ground. So Tiger's in a place where he could he could make that that leap to life after golf. It was hard to fathom before 
you know, say five years ago. But um, at the same time, he'd like him to be able to go out on his own terms, right? I mean, um, mm-hmm. and he when he's when he's healthy and feeling good, he, he can still play some some high level golf. But for him to get back to anywhere close to where he was, that's just another very tall mountain to climb. He's he's proven over and over he can do it. I mean, his resolve, his his toughness, his his will. Nobody questions that, but will his body let him is looking, you know, increasingly unlikely. If you think you have an NBA all-star snub, who are you taking off? Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And why not? When you've got names like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, German chocolate, salted caramel, double chocolate, all of these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and yet they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. It is a miracle of modern science. I'm telling you these things are the best I have tried every protein bar on the market in my life. Nothing holds a candle to Built Bar. They truly are the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. The NBA announced the rest of the all-star rosters last night, the reserves. And, of course, NBA Twitter and NBA players had takes on all of it. Joining me now from rejecting the screen, Noah Kozlov. And, Noah, the thing that I think is so funny when we have these conversations about the snubs is who are you going to take off? You have to take someone off the list if someone deserved to get on. And I want to know if you think there is someone on the reserve side who got on, but maybe got on when another more deserving player should have been on. I don't have a a real issue with any of the picks. You could really have chosen from 40 guys that you could make the case for an all-star. It's really hard to make an all-star team. That's why bonuses that when you make all-star teams are pretty high. Back in 2013, I interviewed Kevin Durant for some sponsor video. And the SI top 10 had just come out. They just completed their top 10. So I thought, you know what? Let me ask Kevin Durant about it. I asked Kevin Durant about it, just the two of us. So I said, hey, I'm going to read you the top 10. You're gonna, And then you tell me who you think should be on it or who should be off it. And he said, I read him the top 10. He said, James Harden. And I said, okay, so then who should be off? And he said, Dwayne Wade. And then Dan Patrick, it became a big headline. And then Dan Patrick accused me of being part of some like marketing ploy. No, you're you're absolutely right, Peter. Like that is, that's exactly what you have to do. LeBron James says Devin Booker is the most disrespected player of the league. Okay, well then who do you want to who do you want to take off? There, I mean, you could take off Chris Paul. Devin Booker is their number one option, but it's I'd certainly make the argument that Chris Paul is the one that has made that team 20 and 10. I, I just I need you to do something for me, Noah. And this is I'm going to borrow Rob Mahoney Mahoney's bit from the Ringer. Chris Middleton is averaging 20, 21, six and six, shooting 50, 40, 90 mm-hmm. for the team with the second best point differential in the East. And I know that the Bucks have not looked outstanding this season. Can you just confirm that Chris Middleton does in fact exist? Oh yeah, he's he's a player. <laughs> he's and he's been, he's been an All Star twice. But you could also make the argument that Drew Holiday is the second best player on that team. 
Or, and mm-hmm. if you're going and, and in a season like this, and again, it's not a disrespect to Chris Middleton here. In in a season like this, when as you said, things are just all jumbled and you're throwing all sorts of things around, I'm going to lean towards a guy who is a number one option on a team. So whether I mean, I think Bam Adebayo should be should be an all star, but if you're going to lean towards a number one option over Chris Middleton, who's a number two, that's that would almost be one of the tiebreakers for me. And finally, you can include five-time NBA All-Star Reggie Miller in the group of those upset with Devin Booker as an All-Star snub. Reggie tweeted on Tuesday evening, Don't get mad, Devin Booker. Get even. Make a hit list. Put all the West coaches and their teams on it. And if I'm Chris Paul, take on the role of Drew Bundini Brown, be in his ear before every game saying, I bet he didn't vote for you either. Fireworks are coming. I'm popcorn ready. I would settle for Chris Paul helping Devin Booker with his defense. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Thursday, the latest with Tiger Woods, his condition after a horrific car accident on Tuesday. At least until tomorrow, stay locked on.